Hello and welcome to The Grove Zone. You have tuned into the podcast of the Union Grove Missionary Baptist Church of Warner Robins, Georgia. At Union Grove, we are learning, serving, giving, and connecting under the leadership of our senior pastor, Dr. David Anthony Clark Sr. For more information on Union Grove, find us on the web at www. TheGroveWR.org. And now, here's a word from the Lord. The Lord has taken me to a passage of scripture I want to share with you all today. Um, there was another passage, a passage I was going to share, but something in my spirit told me that the word for today was in the Psalms. The Psalms. So I went hunting in the Psalms and stumbled upon Psalm number 20. Psalm number 20. This psalm is so precious. This psalm is so powerful. I am going to beg you to read, meditate, and pray this psalm daily, every day this week. This psalm, I'm going to read from the New Living Translation, Psalm number 20. Psalm number 20. Once you find Psalm number 20, would you please stand? And we didn't do the responsive reading today. I'm just I'm going to read this in its entirety. It's only nine verses. And I want you to follow along quietly in your Bible. I'm going to deliberately read this. I'm going to deliberately read this rather slowly. I never, ever want to stand before you and read the word of God prior to preaching just to check the box. As if it's something the preacher's supposed to do. The preacher's supposed to read the text and then preach the text. Um, it's never in that, in that vein with me. But especially today, this this passage is so rich. It's a prayer. It's a prayer. It's a prayer rendered for a king who is either in combat or on his way into combat. It's a precious prayer. Precious prayer. Here's what he says. In times of trouble, may the Lord answer your cry may the name of the God of Jacob keep you safe from all harm may he send you help from his sanctuary and strengthen you from Jerusalem may he remember all your gifts and look favorably on your burnt offerings Some of your translations may have the word Selah right there. When we read the Psalms and we see the word Selah, you don't read Selah. It's it's an instruction to pause. It's an instruction to pause. May he grant your heart's desires and make all your plans succeed. May we shout for joy when we hear of your victory and raise a victory banner in the name of our God. May the Lord answer all your prayers. Now I know that the Lord rescues his anointed king. He will answer him from his holy heaven and rescue him by his great power. Some nations boast of their chariots and horses, but we boast in the name of the Lord our God. Those nations will fall down and collapse, but we will rise up and stand firm. Give victory to our king, O Lord. Answer our cry for help. Amen. 
I want you to read this, meditate on this, pray this every day this week. And I pray that it blesses you and nourishes you just as it has blessed me and nourished me these past couple days. We're going to dissect this passage of scripture today as I share with you from the thought, a prayer for victory. A prayer for victory. Amen. I need victory over allergies today. Day. This psalm is a prayer of David. We are not certain of any details regarding the circumstances surrounding this psalm. But as we read the psalm, we can see it as a prayer for a king who is either in a war or about to go to war. This beautiful psalm is rendered as an act of intercession from someone who is under the king's dominion, who wants the king to succeed in warfare. They want their king to win in his struggle because if their king and his army win, the intercessor wins. If the king of Israel wins, then the people of Israel win. If the king is victorious, then everyone under his dominion Everyone under his authority, everyone who lives where he has authority, they are victorious too. Their own personal victory is tied up in the king's victory. Their own personal victory is connected to the king's victory. If he defeats their enemies, the people don't have to worry about the enemy stealing, killing, or destroying them or their crops or taking them captive and plundering their villages. If he can conquer, if he can counter any assault from their enemies, then the people under his leadership can enjoy peace and prosperity. It is important, y'all. It is important that the king is victorious in warfare. It is important that he prevails because his victory impacts, watch this, the quality of life of everyone under his dominion, his victory determines whether his people are held captive by their enemies in a foreign land or free in their own. His victory determines whether his people are free or enslaved. His victory determines how much blessing his people can enjoy. For example, when King David defeated his enemies, the people of God enjoyed prosperity and peace. They worshiped the Lord freely and were led by a shepherd, a man after God's own heart. But in 2 Kings chapter 24, when King Nebuchadnezzar defeated Judah's king Jehoiakim, the Bible says in verse 14 of 2 Kings chapter 24, he carried into exile all Jerusalem, all the officers and fighting men, and all the craftsmen and artisans, a total of 10,000. Only the poorest people of the land were left. Nebuchadnezzar took Jehoiakim captive to Babylon. He also took from Jerusalem to Babylon the king's mother, his wives, his officials, and the leading men of the land. How could this psalm, this intercessory prayer for a king, help us on Mother's Day? As we walk through this psalm, we'll see some similarities between what is prayed for a king and what needs to be prayed 
for today's moms. This king and today's moms have a few things in common. For example, this king and today's moms know what it means to fight for theirs. They know what it means to, to fight for theirs. This prayer is for a king who's willing to fight for his. He's willing to fight for his kingdom. He's willing to fight for his dominion. He's willing to fight for those under his authority. He is going to protect and defend his kingdom at all costs. Moms are the same. Mama's going to fight for her kids and everyone under her authority. If, if she has to fight at the school, she's going to the school to fight. If she has to fight in court, she's going to the court and fight. If she has to fight in the neighborhood, she's going to fight in the neighborhood. If she has to fight at church, she's going to fight at church. If she has to fight for hers by fighting a referee, she's going to fight a referee. If she has to fight a teacher or an administrator or a drug dealer, mama going to fight for hers. Mama can be sweet as a panda bear one day and turn into a grizzly bear when one of her cubs is attacked. Can I get a witness? Mama grizzly bears do not play when one of her cubs is attacked. In according to bear.org, and that is a website, according to bear.org, 70% of the killings by grizzly bears are by mothers defending their cubs. More mama grizzly bears kill than male grizzly bears. Grizzly bears, the king in our text, and the mama in our lives have one thing in common. Don't mess with theirs. Why preach this text about a king either going into battle or in a battle on Mother's Day. This king and today's mothers have some things in common. Let me tell you a second thing the, kings, uh, the, the king and today's moms have in common. Uh, they both need prayer. They both need prayer. They, they need it. They, I mean, it's not optional. They, they need it. The context of this text is that of intercession from a worshiper who knows their king needs God's help in their battle. The king needs God's help if he's going to emerge from the struggle with the victory. Today's mom is the same way. Moms in 2022 need prayer. Let me hear you, mama. With all the issues our children of all ages struggle with today, mamas of all ages, in all classes, in every neighborhood, in subdivision, in every project, in custom-built home need prayer. Mama, if you don't feel like you need prayer, that's an indication of just how badly you need somebody somewhere praying for you. Everyone needs prayer and mama sure enough needs it. If she's raising her child or her children alone, she needs prayer. If she had to deal with virtual learning, she needs prayer. If she had to deal with COVID in any shape, form, or fashion, she needs prayer. If she has to act like she's got it together when she's really falling apart, she needs prayer. If she has more month after the end of her money than uh, every, every month, then she needs prayer. If she, if, if, her, if she has ever had to tell her child, make me take off from work one more time to come to this school. <laughs> Mama needs prayer. If after all she's already been through and is still going through, she can't lose weight, but she's losing all her hair, she needs prayer. Why preach this text about a king, a male, a man on Mother's Day? This king and today's mom have some things in common. Here's another parallel to consider. This king and today's moms need God to answer us. This king and today's moms need God to answer us. Look at verse 1. Verse 1. Verse 1. Uh, in times of trouble, may the Lord answer your cry. 
May the name of the God of Jacob keep you safe from all harm. This king needs, he needs prayer. Today's moms need prayer. Verse 1 shows us the king himself needs to pray. And mama herself needs to pray. Grandmama, you need to pray. Great. Grandmama, you need to pray. God, mama, you need to pray. Foster mama, you need to pray. Listen, everybody who's in a struggle, you need to pray for your doggone self. Then look at the latter part of verse 5. Verse 5, may we shout for joy when we hear of your victory and raise a victory banner in the name of our God. Here it is in the verse 5. May the Lord answer all your prayers. Mama, it's a blessing to have people praying for you, but don't you forget to pray yourself for yourself. And ain't nothing wrong with praying yourself for yourself. There's nothing wrong with asking God, God, give me strength. God, give me some help. God, give me some hope. God, give me some healing. God, give me a break. God, help me out. God, order my steps. God, order my feet according to your word. There's nothing wrong with praying for yourself. Mama, send up your own timber. Don't struggle without calling on the name of the Lord and trust him to answer you. The person in the struggle needs to pray as well as those who want and need this to win and look at verse 9 verse 9 the intercessor asked God to answer our cry for help look at verse 9 give victory to our king O Lord answer our cry for help in other words the intercessor is saying mama we praying with you mama we are in agreement with you mama we got you covered mama we're lifting you up in prayer mama we know we're making your hair fall out but we're going to fall out before the Lord and call on his name on your behalf we praying about this thing we are trusting God we are going through chemo we are going through radiation we are fighting COVID mama you ain't fighting by yourself we are fighting with you and may God answer our our cries isn't it encouraging to know God will answer us when we pray isn't it a blessing to know if we call him he will answer us the psalmist is like Lord don't leave us hanging please answer our cry for help and the good news is God won't leave you hanging God will come through for you God will answer do you know how I know let me tell you how I know because you're sitting here today you're sitting here today as a testament that God will answer your cry God won't leave you hanging you're sitting here today because God God answered prayer you're sitting here today is God's answer you're sitting here today is God saying yes I'll heal you yes I'll bring you out yes I'll see you through you're sitting here today is God answering saying yes I'll keep you yes I'll protect you yes I'll get you back up on your feet yes whatever knocked you down can't keep you down you're sitting here today is proof positive that God will not leave you hanging God will answer us when we call on his name. So the effectual fervent prayers of the righteous availeth much. So pray for victory. But why? Why preach this text about a king, a male, a man on Mother's Day? This king and today's moms have some things in common. They both know what it means to fight for theirs. They both know what it means. They, they need prayer. They both need God to answer us. And here's another parallel to consider. They both need God's strength. They both need God's strength. I need a mama who's ever been drained, who's ever run on E to holler back and say, give me strength. The king and today's mom needs strength. Look at verse two, verse two, verse two. He send, may he send you help from his sanctuary and strengthen you 
from Jerusalem. The NIV, let me throw in the NIV in this, for this verse. Verse 2, the NIV, New uh, International Version. May he send you help from the sanctuary and grant you support from Zion. God is able to strengthen and support the king and the mama in their struggles. God can bestow whatever the worshiper in warfare needs. Whatever the king, whatever the king or your mama needs to make it through the fight, God can provide it. He can strengthen and support by providing emotional strength. He can provide joy. He can provide peace, food, supplies, anything they need to hang in the fight until the victory is won. Our God is able to strengthen and support because our God is able to provide. The Bible, the Bible says they, they want him to provide from his sanctuary, from his sanctuary. In other words, from his holiness, from his holiness, from, from the place of his holiness, from, uh, from the, from the abode of his holiness, his, his love. God strengthens us in our struggles in his holiness. What does that mean? It means holiness is God being like nobody else is. God, God, God being holy means he's so sacredly other. He's so, he's so different. He's so in a sphere all by himself. The best way we can capture it is to call it holy. That means that so the psalmist is saying, I need you to help me like nobody else can. I, I need you to come through for me like nobody else can. Because listen, modern medicine can't fight this battle I'm in. Me money can't fight this battle I'm in. My context, I know some powerful people, but, but they can't help me fight this battle that I'm in. God, if you don't come through for me and fight this battle like no one else can, I won't win like I can. God is able to strengthen and support us as we fight to advance his kingdom and defeat the devil and, and, and dispel the kingdom of darkness. God is able to help us fight to advance his kingdom of light in a dark, mean, evil, and wicked world. God will help you from his sanctuary. Not only that, the psalmist asked for help from Jerusalem. The psalmist asked for help from Jerusalem. Jerusalem was also another uh, sacred place. It's, it can be looked at as a holy place which was localized, localized at Jerusalem. Jerusalem but was not limited to, to Jerusalem it wasn't it wasn't limited to Jerusalem Jerusalem here it is was an earthly reflection of God's holy heaven holy heaven holy holy heaven it means that that whatever you need to endure whatever you need to make it God can bring it to you from wherever wherever you are from wherever he is God can send it to you there's there's nothing that can stop him from sending it to you there's nothing that can stop him from showing up on your behalf there's nothing that can stop God from getting you what you need whatever you need to endure and make it until the battle is over God can get it to you no bomb can stop him from getting it to you no demonic sniper can stop God from getting it to you God cannot run out of rations he cannot run out of weaponry or ammunition you need to get the enemy up off you. God can get you whatever you need to endure your struggle. So like the old song says, call him up and tell him what you want. He could bring it from his sanctuary. He can bring it from Jerusalem. He can bring it from that holy place, that, that place of holiness and love, that place that speaks of his presence. That means that God can just show up and help you. God can show up beside you and help you. This king and today's moms have a lot in common. Let me tell you something else they have in common. They, 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 they both need God's favor on their giving. They need God's favor on their giving. Look at verse three, verse three. The psalmist prays as he intercedes for the king. Verse three, may he remember all your gifts and look favorably on your burnt offerings. He, he says, may he remember. 
May he remember and show favor in response to your giving. May he, may he put favor on your gift. May he remember. Let me, let me serve notice that God, his memory ain't bad at all. His, God doesn't forget stuff. He's, he, he's not, he hasn't forgotten all the seeds you've sown. He's, he's not forgetting all the tithes you've given, all the offerings you've rendered. God's memory is not a problem. He will remember and reward you for your giving. He will fulfill every promise he's made concerning giving. God has given promises on our giving. God has given us promises and God is too faithful to not give us what he said he would give us. I don't care where you are. God can reward you where you are. In cancer, God can reward you where you are. If you're fighting COVID, God can reward you where you are. Listen, no matter what you're going through, God can reward you where you are. In our warfare, he's able to make good on his promises and show favor on your giving. There's a story, in fact, in 1 Samuel chapter 7. 1 Samuel chapter 7, where the Philistines come to attack Israel. Israel finds out that the Philistines are coming, are coming for them and they become terrified they're so terrified they ask Samuel the man of God they say um, uh, we, we need you to, to not stop praying unto the Lord while we're about to go and fight these Philistines Samuel the Bible says Samuel Samuel sacrificed a young lamb as a burnt offering unto the Lord as the Philistines got closer Samuel was giving as the Philistines got closer Samuel was sacrificing as the Philistines got closer, Samuel was giving a burnt offering unto the Lord. And the Bible says that God caused a loud thunder to happen. And the Philistines got so scared, they took off running. Here's the scenario. The Philistines were coming for the people of Israel. Samuel gave an offering unto God. God responded by showing favor on his offering. Caused the enemy to hear a sound that made the enemy flee. If, if God, if, if the enemy is coming for you and you feel like the enemy is getting closer and closer, I'm telling you, God, if you give God an offering, God can show favor on your offering and cause the enemy to flee from you. This is one instance of giving prior to war as either a sign of one atoning of sin or, or, or as an act of consecration prior to combat i wonder how many moms in here are in a fight and i wonder how many of you would take up your 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 strength to defend yourself up a notch if you were to consecrate yourself if you were to just declare a fast unto God, if you were to just declare a fast from whatever could distract you from the presence and the power and your focus on God, what would happen as the enemy is coming for you and your children and your grandchildren? If you were to consecrate yourself as a means of saying, I'm not going to fight this on my own. I'm not going to fight this in my flesh. I'm not going to respond in my flesh. So to make sure that me and the Holy Ghost can destroy this yoke, I'm going to give an offering as an act of consecration because the devil ain't going to win in this situation. Y'all going to help me today. Don't let what you're going through keep you from giving unto the Lord. He'll still open the windows of heaven in the midst of all the hell you're catching. He'll still do it for you and your family. Why? Why preach this text about a king, a male, a man on Mother's Day? This king and today's moms have so many things in common. 
They both know what it means to fight for theirs. They both need prayer. They both need God to answer us. They both need God's strength. They both need faith. They both need favor on their giving. And then the king and today's mom, they need God to make their plans succeed. They need God to make their plans succeed. I'm in the text. Look at this. They need, they need God to bless their plans to succeed. Look at verse 4. Verse 4. May he grant your heart's desires and make all your plans succeed. Yeah. Your heart's desire. What, your, your heart's desire. Whatever it is you desire in your heart. The psalmist is praying. I pray God gives you what you want. I, I, I know he'll give you what you need. But even in this situation, I pray that he gives you what you want. I know he'll give you what you need, but even as you struggle, even as you're in this fight for your child, for your grandchild, or for your own self, God, I'm praying that he'll give you your heart's desires. So let me ask you something, mama. Let me get in your business real quick. You don't have to answer me out loud. But let me ask you something. With all that's going on in your life right now, what do you want? What, what do you want? Do, do you know what you really want? Did, did, you, did you ask God for something, then you got it, now you're fussing about it? Did you, ask, did you ask your husband or your kids for something, they gave it to you, now you're fussing? Because you really didn't count the cost of giving, getting everything you wanted. You told them to leave you alone, they did, now you're mad because they ain't calling you. Yeah. Mama, what do you want? You weren't satisfied before, the last time you weren't satisfied before you prayed about it and before they fixed it and before they gave you what you wanted. Now, now you're still fussing. What, what is it that you want? As you're going through your warfare, what is your heart's desire? Whatever it is, may God grant it. Is it your heart's desire for your child to get off drugs? May he grant your heart's desire. Do you want your finances fixed? May the Lord grant your heart's desire. Do you want your family saved from sin? May the Lord grant your heart's desire. Whatever it is, God can make it happen. Don't wish things were better. Express your heart's desire in prayer. Don't just complain about your life. Express your heart's desire in prayer. God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all you could ask or think according to his power at work in you. And when the psalmist asked the Lord to make the plans, make the king's plans succeed, um, uh, uh, let me ask you, Mama, Mama, do you have a plan? Do you have a plan? I know you've been praying, but do you have a plan? I know you want God to have his way, but do you have a plan? It's all right to pray and have a plan. Do you have a plan to win the fight you're in or the one you're headed toward? Do you, do you have a plan with goals to reach and steps to take? Military forces do not enter combat zones without a plan. Their plans may include to seize airports, landing strips. Their plans may include to blow up where the enemy store their supplies. Their, the military fights with a plan. So, Mama, you need a plan. You need a plan. And we're going to pray that the Lord blesses you with the desires of your heart and causes your plans to prosper. What's your plans for your finances? What, what, what's your plans for your, for your health? What's, what's your plans for your child? Mama, what is your plan? And the truth of the matter is we need more than skill, talent, or man-made abilities to win in warfare. We need the Lord to make our plans succeed. Plans with goals. 
plans with steps. The first thing I'm going to do, I'm going to do this. First thing, then, then I'm going to make this phone call. Then I'm going to fill out this application. Then I'm going back to school. Then I'm going to get this license. Then I'm going to get this certification. Then I'm going to finally finish what I started 10 years ago. Then you need some goals with some steps. One of the greatest weapons you can bring to any fight against the enemy is a plan. A plan for winning the fight for your finances, a plan for your child's deliverance from drugs, or a plan for your own sanity. A woman with a plan and the willingness to fight for that plan to succeed is a bad motor scooter. Bad mamma jamma. Some moms plan to buy their own home. Some moms plan to go back to school. Some moms plan to get that degree and they increase their income while someone was praying that the Lord would make their plan succeed. My mom had a plan. My mother worked and invested in stock, and then uh, she invested in stock in the company she was working for. Then she retired, cashed in her stock, bought re uh, rental properties. My mama had a plan. Mama, you need a plan. What is your plan? Refuse to be a mom who is just trying to make it. Make up a plan and make up your mind. You're going to work it. Trust God to make your plan succeed. So the king, the king in today's moms has some interesting similarities interesting similarities if you and i pray this prayer for our moms or the moms we love i believe god will answer the prayer if you pray psalm 20 for the moms in your life whether it may be your mom your grandmother your your daughter your granddaughter your your great granddaughter your goddaughter your spiritual daughter i believe if you pray this prayer for the moms in your life, God is not going to hear you and say, oh, you're praying Psalm 20. Oh, that was written for a king. Your mom doesn't qualify. You know, No, God is going to hear and say, I'm, I'm going to do it for you. I, I, I'll do it for you. Let's, let's pray this prayer and believe God will answer the prayer. This is a prayer for victory for those in a struggle who we want or need to win. But before we close, though, before we close, allow me just a few more minutes to share a final exhortation, final exhortation for all of us who will pray this prayer in the days to come. Just final three, three exhortations for all of us who will commit to praying Psalm 20 for the moms in our lives. Are y'all ready? Number one, first thing I want to exhort you to do is pray with a shout on standby. Pray with a shout on standby. We're going to see. We're going to see how the psalmist says he, he, he's ready to praise, ready to shout, ready to shout. He has a praise on standby. Look at verse 5. Verse 5. Verse 5 says, may we shout for joy when we hear of your victory and raise a victory banner in the name of our God. Psalmist, what are you, what are you saying? He's saying, I'm interceding for the king because I believe God is going to bless him to win. So I have a shout on standby. And so all of us who are going to pray for the moms in our lives, let's pray with a shout on standby. The psalmist says we'll shout when we hear, when, when we hear of your victory. In other words, I don't have to win directly in order for me to shout with you. Because I'm connected to you, I want to see you win. I, I want to see you emerge with the victory. I, I need you to win, mama. I, I need you to make it. I, I need you to prevail. I, I need you to come out of this with the W. So mama, I don't have to only shout when I get blessed. I don't have to only rejoice when I get blessed. Mama, 
when God blesses you I'm going to shout when God brings you out I'm going to dance the intercessor is praying with the readiness to shout for joy because they anticipate the king winning in combat the intercessor is ready to shout because they believe their king is going to defeat their enemies and emerge from the struggle with the victory they have a shout on standby isn't it a blessing when people love you so much that they shout and give God glory over what he's done for you it's, it's one thing to have folk all they want to do is take from you all they want to do they always need something from mama always got to get something from mama only time they call is when they want something from mama they don't ever call you when, when they just want to talk they don't ever call you when they just want to wish you well or, or tell you they thinking about you no, but, but isn't it a blessing when people just mama I just want to see you win mama I want to see you blessed mama I want to see God come through for you and I have a shout on standby when people have when you have people who are waiting on you to win that's a blessing isn't it enough people waiting to see you fail isn't it enough people waiting to see you defeated isn't it enough, isn't it enough people who are waiting to see your demise but oh when God has some people in your life who are waiting to see you win waiting to see you prevail that is a blessing so pray for your mama or the moms in your life ready to shout as if God is ready to show out I believe if you pray ready to shout God is ready to show out on their behalf tell mama to go on the chemo in peace I tell her you're praying for it with a shout on standby we're going to defeat cancer tell mama hold your head up and go on to radiation in peace mama we praying for you with a shout on standby don't worry about your child or your grandchild or your godchild get your appetite back get yourself some sleep I'm praying for you with a shout on standby I'm expecting God to show up and show out on your behalf I'm going to shout over your victory mama because your victory is our victory if you win we win if you beat cancer we beat cancer if you beat COVID we beat COVID if you beat anxiety we beat anxiety you beat depression you beat grief you defeat fear then we've defeated all of that because we'll shout when you emerge with the victory the intercessor the intercessor said he said we'll raise a victory banner in the name of our God in other words he says when this is over God is going to get the glory when this is over God is going to get the honor when this is over God is going to get the praise we're going to give it to him we're not going to pray listen we're not going to give too much credit to medical doctors we're not going to give too much credit to, to modern medicine it's God who brought your healing it's God who saw you through it's God who turned it around we are going to raise up a banner with a shout on standby giving God the glory for the amazing things he's done I need somebody right now to give God glory for what he's already done for your mama I need somebody right now to give God glory give God a shout for what he's already done for the moms in your life maybe it may be maybe it's your mama maybe it's your grandmother maybe it's your daughter maybe it's your grand if God has done anything for the moms in your life can you give him a shout right now can you tell him thank you right now can you say God if it had not been for your being on our side I need somebody to holler, God did it. When the doctors couldn't do it, God did it. When the money couldn't do it, God did it. When the enemies couldn't do it, God did it. I got a shout on standby. Shout on standby. I want you to pray this prayer for the moms in your life, not only with a shout on standby, but secondly, I want you to pray certain that God will show up and show out. 
I want you to pray certain. I want you to be assured that God is going to show up and show out. Look at verse number six. Verse six. Now I know that the Lord rescues his anointed king. He will answer him from his holy heaven and rescue him by his great power. The King James Version of this verse was so awesome, I had to, I had to put it in. Watch this. Now I know, King James Version, verse 6. Now I know that the Lord saveth his anointed. He will hear him from his holy heaven. Watch this. With the saving strength of his right hand. Yeah. The intercessor, he prays assured that God will rescue, deliver and provide for, watch this, his words, not mine, his anointed king with the saving strength of his right hand. His, his anointed king, his anointed king. God is going to show up and show out for his anointed king with the saving strength of his right hand. Mama, listen, mama, if you're born again, mama, if you're following Jesus, mama, if you have accepted Jesus Christ in your, as your Lord and Savior, God has anointed you. You have an anointing in your life. First of all, the anointing in your life is to empower you to live holy. Should have got at least five more amens on that. At least five more. He anointed you through the power of his spirit to live right and to uphold his standards of holiness even while you're in a fight. Your anointing must shine through even when you're annoyed as you fight. The anointing on your life is for your light to shine as you suffer. Your anointing is so you can be salty while you're surviving and thriving the attacks of the enemy. Let your anointing, listen, he says, I know God will rescue his anointed ones. You are anointed. Let your anointing prevail in your fight. So that your character is seen, that your, that your anointing is seen, even when you're annoyed beyond your wit's end. The question, mama, the question is, will people see you're anointed or will people see that you're annoyed? Mama, don't let the annoyance eclipse your anointing. Don't let your annoyance eclipse your anointing. Mama, we're certain that God will show up and show out and rescue and deliver you from defeat because you're his own anointed vessel. You belong to God. You belong to the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. You, you are his anointed vessel as we pray for you, Mama. We're praying that God brings you out of your trouble because you are his anointed vessel. We're certain, we're assured that God will deliver you from the trial you're in or the one you're about to face because you are his anointed vessel. We're certain he'll do it. We're certain he'll do it and he'll do it with his right hand. Somebody say right hand. We'll do, he'll do it with his, with his right hand. It's a symbol of strength. God's right hand is a symbol of unmatched power. God's right hand is more accurate and fatal than Steph Curry's lethal, accurate, def difficult to defend right hand. God's right hand cannot be injured like Joel Embiid's recent right thumb injury. God's right hand is a symbol, watch this, of unmatched power and strength. The intercessor is certain God is going to show up and show out 
with his right hand. We may not know when he'll do it. We may not know how God will do it. But one thing we know for sure, God has a way of showing up and showing out on behalf of his anointed vessels. We're going to pray like it. We're, we're going to walk like it. We're going to talk like it. We're, we're going to dance like it. We're going to praise like it. We're going to sleep at night as if God is going to show up. We're going to relax and enjoy the journey as if we know that we know that we know that we know that God in his own time and in his own way is going to show up and show out with deliverance and victory. Mama, listen, I simply believe God is going to bring you out of your storm. I simply believe God is going to bring you out of your warfare. I simply believe God is going to see you through your struggle. You may ask me if God is going to show me a sign that he's going to deliver. The only one I can see, I already told you, the only sign I can see is that you're sitting here right now. The enemy has tried to take you out, but he didn't take you out. The enemy tried to take you out last year, but he didn't take you out. Because God extended his right hand and put the enemy in check. I know the enemy tried to take you out last month. The enemy tried to take you out last week. The enemy tried to take you out, but God extended his right hand. He showed up and showed out on your behalf. Cancer didn't take you out. COVID didn't take you out. The heart attack didn't take you out. The stroke didn't take you out. Depression didn't take you out. The suicide attempt did not take you out. Grief did not take you out. Being broke did not take you out. Homelessness did not take you out. Losing your job did not take you out. You almost lost your mind, but God showed up and showed out on your behalf. I know he, I need somebody to testify that you would not be sitting here right now clothed and in your right mind unless God showed up and showed out on your behalf. I just need somebody. I need somebody to bear witness. He's done it and he's done it for me. I know God will because he's done it for me. I need somebody to bear witness and testify if he's done it for me, he'll do it for you. If he showed up and showed out for me, he'll show up and show out for you. The psalmist is praying. Praying. I'm, I'm certain that he will. I'm assured that he will. I know he will. I know. Here, here's another test. Here, I'm going to move on. Here's another test. I just need, I need every mama who's ever gone through to just inhale one good time. Just, just take a deep breath. Do you know how many times the enemy wanted to just stop, bring you to your last breath? Do you know how hard he's tried to bring you to your last breath? I know he got on your last nerve, but do you know how hard he worked to bring you to your last breath? But God said, that is my anointed vessel. She ain't perfect, but she's my anointed vessel. Yes, she got to work on some stuff, but that is my anointed vessel. She ain't going nowhere till I say so. She ain't leaving till I say so. Back up, cancer. She ain't leaving till I say so. Back up COVID She ain't going nowhere till I say so Reason why you still here Because God ain't said so Reason why you still inhaling and exhaling Because God ain't said so And until he says so you keep on fighting Until he says so you keep on believing Until God says so you keep on trusting God To show up and show out For you and your kids Finally Finally, mama, listen, listen, I'm praying with a shout on standby. 
I'm praying a sure God will show up and show out. And finally, let's, let's pray believing in the power of his name. Let's pray believing in the power of his. I feel like preaching a little bit today. Pray believing in the power of his name. I'm in verse 7. We want to wrap this up. Verse 7. Some nations boast of their chariots and horses. But we boast in the name of the Lord our God. Those nations will fall down and collapse, but we will rise up and stand firm. Yeah, give victory to our king. Give victory to our mama, Lord. Give victory to my daughter. Give victory to my granddaughter. Give victory to my goddaughter. God, give victory to our mamas. Answer our cry for help. The intercessor declares they will trust in the name of the Lord. He knew that other kings and nations who did not worship the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob placed more trust in the chariots and horses. Their, their armed forces. They, 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 not now, come on, not now. They, technology, I tell you. They could size up their ability to defend themselves against any enemy's attack based on their chariots and horses, which were much faster than any enemy fighting on foot chariots and horses put those nations at an advantage against any enemy who did not have that technology but the psalmist declared he wasn't putting his trust in chariots and horses rather he prayed for his king boasting trusting and believing in the name of the lord our god he must have remembered moses warning in deuteronomy chapter 17 verse 16 Deuteronomy chapter 17, 16, Moses is warning the people of God, the king must not build up a large stable of horses for himself or send his people to Egypt to buy horses. For the Lord has told you, you must never return to Egypt. Now, the concern is not buying horses so that they could, they could have horses to ride. It was not a means of transportation, but horses in that day and time and throughout the Old Testament many times was, was, was for warfare. It gave those who had horses an edge over their enemies who did not have horses. So in Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy, they're being told, don't, don't go back and buy horses. Don't, don't put too much stock in horses. Horses will not guarantee your victory. You belonging to God. You being in the will of God. God, God having his hand on you. Resting his anointing on your life. That guarantees your, your victory. He knew there was no power in horses. We, we have that same power. We have the same power, the psalmist says, to trust in the name of God. We have the same power in the name of Jesus. What do you need? What do you need to fall down and collapse? The psalmist says, those, in those nations, they will fall down and collapse. My question to you, what do you need to fall down and collapse, mama? The, the name of Jesus is more powerful than cancer. The name of Jesus is more powerful than drug addiction. In the name of Jesus, mental illness must fall down and collapse. In the name of Jesus, poverty must fall down and collapse. In the name of Jesus, COVID must must fall down and collapse depression must fall down and collapse anxiety must fall down and collapse suicidal thoughts must fall down and collapse we have power in the name of Jesus the Bible says devils tremble at his name trust in the name of Jesus wear your mask but trust in the name of Jesus keep your distance but trust in the name of Jesus if you want to get vaxxed and boosted then get vaxxed and boosted 
it, but we trust in the name of Jesus. The intercessor declared that their enemies will fall down and collapse, but that God's people would rise up and stand firm. So I exhort every mama in a fight or every mama who's about to get into a fight to rise up and stand firm. Whatever has knocked you down has got to bow down to the name of Jesus. Rise up and stand firm. Rise up and stand firm, y'all. Don't do an Atlanta Falcons kind of rise up. Don't rise up and blow a 21-3 lead. No, right. Yeah, I said it. Now, rise up and stand firm and come out of your battle with a victory in the name of Jesus. Rise up and stand firm in your faith. Rise up and stand firm in your anointing. Rise up and stand firm in what God promised you. Rise up and stand firm in his grace. Rise up and stand firm in your healing. Rise up and stand firm in your deliverance. Rise up and stand firm in your calling, in your destiny because there's, there is power in the name of Jesus. I don't think y'all heard what I said. I said there's power in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we have the victory. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Satan, you have to flee. Tell me, who can stand be for us when we call on that great name? Can I tell you his name? Can I tell you his name? Sound like you already know his name. What's his name? What's his name? There's healing in his name. Salvation is in his name. Deliverance is in his name. Restoration is in his name. Satan, you have to flee. Anything that knocks me down and keeps me down has to flee. Shame has to flee. Guilt has to flee. Unforgiveness has to flee. Blaming myself for stuff that ain't my fault has to flee in the name of Jesus I'm going to rise up and stand, stand firm so call on his name mama I'm just going to close by telling you call on his name mama if you're in a fight call on his name mama if you're struggling call on his name mama if any of your children acting like they done bumped their head call on his name mama if any of your grandchildren ain't acting the way you raised them call on his name mama you listen I want to know if there's anybody in here who feels like that's all you got left all you have left is the name of Jesus you've lost so much stuff all you got left am I talking to anybody in here today all you got left is the name of Jesus you may not have much else but you have his name you may not have a lot of money but you have his name you may not have much left after everything you've already gone through but if you call on the name of Jesus he will come see about you you may not know a lot of powerful people in powerful places but if you call on the name of Jesus early in the morning if you call on the name of Jesus late in the midnight hour if you call on the name of Jesus, Jesus will come through and see about you when you ain't got a dime to your name, but you still have Jesus' name. Rise up and stand firm in your faith in his name. The name of Jesus can do what your money cannot do. The name of Jesus can do what your powerful friends can't do. The name of Jesus can do what modern medicine cannot do. The name of Jesus can do what a surgeon cannot do. Your victory is in his name. Your win is in his name. Your destiny is in his name. I dare somebody to call his name right now. Come on and call him Jesus. Jesus. Precious Jesus. In that name we have the victory. So I'm going to close by telling you mama 
trust God for your victory. Mama, trust God to help you prevail. Mama, trust God to provide for you. Mama, trust God to come through for you. And you ain't by yourself because I'm trusting God with you. I'm trusting God with you. I'm standing in agreement with you. I'm trusting God to bring you through. You are his anointed. He can save you with his right hand. There's power in the name of Jesus. Can I get a witness here? I just simply believe that God has brought you too far to leave you now. That needs to be somebody's testimony. God has brought me too far, too far to fail me now. Brought me through too much to fail me now. Through many dangers, toils and snares have already come. It's by grace. I don't think y'all heard me. I said grace brought me safe thus far. And by God's grace, he'll see me safely home. Is there anybody here? Got a praise on standby. Is there anybody here? Still got at least one shout left. Can you give him glory for the prayers he's already answered? Can you give God glory for the prayers he's gonna answer? Can you give God glory for the times he's already come through for you? Is there a shout on standby? Can you give God glory and believe he's going to come through for you? Do it again. I need God to do it again. I need God to fight your battles again. I believe he's going to do it again. Somebody give God an again praise. Somebody give God an again shout. Somebody give God an again thank you. Somebody give God an again hallelujah. Praise his name. Because you don't have to wait till the battle is over. You can shout now if you believe he's going to do it for you. Shout now if you know he's able. Shout now if you need him to move on your behalf. Shout now. Shout now. Shout now. On your way to chemo. On your way to radiation. On your way to surgery. On your way to another consult. On your way to another doctor's visit. Shout now. Shout now. Shout now. You have the victory. You're coming out on top. God is going to bless you to win. Shout now. Shout now.
of a miracle working on your behalf hallelujah glory to God God we praise you God we bless your name we give you honor we give you glory we give you glory we give you glory we give you honor we just believe you're gonna do it we just believe you're gonna do it we shall need you to do it we need you to do it we need you to do it for our children, for our grandchildren, for the great-grands, for our spiritual children. We need you to do it in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. This has been Dr. David Anthony Clark of the Union Grove Missionary Baptist Church of Warner Robins, Georgia. We thank you for listening. If you're ever in the Middle Georgia area, please worship with us. On the behalf of Dr. Clark and the Union Grove family, thank you for listening.